What is going on, everybody? It's another episode of the Game Alone's podcast coming in your ears right now. Um, and I'm your host, Sam Norris. Nice to meet you all. For those that are first time stopping by. So today is an awesome episode. We've got Lucy Ingram of Ride Property on the show. I've actually been trying to get Lucy on the show for ages because she's so blooming busy. Um, she can never find some time in, in the diary for me. But being busy is obviously awesome. Um, and I always tell her your job comes first, podcast second. So we, it's about four weeks in the making this is. Um, but I'm absolutely delighted that uh, Lucy is finally on the show because I came across Lucy um, because I literally typed in a, a search for something on YouTube and found Lucy this way. I found her via her YouTube channel and it highlights the importance of having an online presence. And we talk through how she has used her online presence to find investors in particular and grow her credibility online as a property investor, which is just absolutely fantastic. So if you listen to this episode, if you love it, please, please, please share it with everyone on Instagram. Take a snapshot of the screen, share it in your stories, uh, make sure to tag me and Lucy in it and we will share it all over the place. You might even get some extra followers. Um, but here we go. Here is my amazing episode with Lucy Ingram of Ride Properties. Here we go. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Game Alone's podcast. I'm delighted today because I'm joined by Alicia Ingram from Ride Property, who um, you know, we've been trying to get this episode recorded for quite some time, but because she's such a busy, busy girl, um, it's taken us a little while, so I'm absolutely delighted that we finally got here. How are you doing, Lucy? I'm really well, Sam. How are you? I'm always good. And if people always ask me that question, I always say fantastic. I'm, I'm glass half full and I've always got a smile on my face, particularly when I get to do my podcast episodes with people that I love, um, which is happening right now. So, um, Lucy, I know that you really, you know, we're going to talk about this later. Um, you've got a, a great sort of following online already. Um, but for those people that don't know who you are, um, could you just give us a quick little intro into who Lucy Ingram is and a little bit about Ride Property? Yeah, sure. Well, firstly, thank you for inviting me on your podcast. I'm uh, very humbled and honoured to be invited by you because you are actually somebody that I've been following uh, quite a bit as well since the beginning um, and have been an inspiration to me. So thank you, to, thank you to you for that. But yeah, so I am Lucy Ingram. I'm kind of path of Ride Property, uh, which is a business that me and my wife, my business partner, my life partner, my, my busy winger, uh, we created probably about, I would say, 18 months ago now. Um, but uh, yeah, we're, we're both full-time military, so that's probably quite important to get out there. So uh, we do have full-time jobs in the military, which are fairly busy, both in the medical world. Steph's a GP and I'm a medical services officer, which is kind of medical logistics. Um, so that's our day job. I've been in for pretty much almost 20 years. So coming towards, I guess, the latter stages of my military career and very much focusing on the next chapter, which, yeah, property for us was something that um, was a way of building something together, uh, you know, building the passive income, something for the next chapter of certainly my life when I leave the military. Steph's got a little bit longer, which is, is actually quite nice because I get to build a parachute and jump. Steph gets to stay in. So we have that little bit of security, which is nice. Um, but yeah, so Ride Property is property business, primarily kind of buy and hold, uh, but we have started to, um, you know, um, diverge off into areas of creative strategies and rent to rent um, and just kind of building our portfolio that way as well so yeah it's um 
we, we live and breathe it every single second of every single day if we're not doing the, the JAB stuff, we're doing poppy stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for your kind words with regards to the kind of online presence, which is something that obviously we're going to talk about anyway, but something that we have been working hard at to create because we do we do realise the, the power that it can have and, uh, and trying to kind of speed up your, you know, I don't suppose, scalability of your business um, going forward. Mm. Do you know, um, you because I'll just go on and on. No, no, I was going to say because obviously we talked we talked a little bit just at the beginning there. I said about kind of this has been a long time in the in the making, if you like, and you've you've constantly said, oh, you know, um, oh, I can't we can't do that time because the job, and you keep using the term job, and I can't believe I haven't asked you what the job is, and I didn't, I had no idea that you guys were military uh, people because you do not come across. I don't know if there's like a particular like I don't know category that you you plonk someone in that go yeah that they're definitely sort of military type i've got friends that are ex-military and you guys do not fit into that category at all you look you're kind of like surfer dudes you know uh, which is yeah, very very we, different <laughs> to the stereotype no, we, we yeah we definitely have that side of our life and and kind of you know we a lot of our kind of strap lines or kind of sayings and hashtags is kind of you know uh, right, you know, climb the mountain, ride the wave. You know, enjoy the ride. Hashtag Shaka, all that stuff. And you know, it's it's a massive part of our life. Uh, you know, we we've got a transporter van. We travel in the van at every opportunity that we can. Um, yeah, we surf, we snowboard, we wakeboard, we climb mountains, um, all of that stuff. Which actually, you know, being in the military has you know opened that world up to us as well. Um, but yeah, I guess. Um, I don't know. People that are in the military, I think, will know when they watch my videos, just because I think some of the language that I use uh, can can uh, can come across um, quite strong. I joined at sixteen, so I, I literally don't know the difference between military uh, jack speak, is what they call it, kind of military slang, and just normal civilian speak. So sometimes, if people don't understand, they just have to. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been in the military all my life, so it's funny that you say that it doesn't come across that way because I just can't think I'm pretty institutionalised in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, that's nice to hear actually that it's not that obvious. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, it's it's busy. It's definitely busy um, trying to kind of juggle a property business and being full time military. But um, it's, yeah. it's it's we manage it. Yeah, I can I can imagine that's quite a difficult kind of balance to find. But actually, do you know what? And, and I was saying saying to you sort of before this how I found you on YouTube, um, and and what I what I loved about kind of the, the way that you portray yourself is is very much lifestyle first. Um, you know, we were talking off air about kind of not coming across too stuffy and and very much kind of being more chilled out and that really comes across and all when you sort of portray yourself is that like a conscious thing or are you just kind of just, just being yourself yeah great question i think i do consciously try and be myself and you know in full transparency this is the first time i've straightened my hair i think in about 10 weeks and actually put a bit of makeup on looking good looking well. good <laughs> um, but you know and i think it, i do try and I do think about the balance because you want to come across as professional, you know, and customer facing and, you know, investor facing and all that stuff. But at the same time, you know, probably 90% of the time I'm in flip flops, I'm in a pair of shorts, you know, I've got like beads on, I've got bands on um, and that is me. And I, I think I do try and, you know, I do try and uh, showcase that just by being myself, which obviously is easy to do because I'm 
you know just being me um but uh but yeah it's um yeah it isn't it is important for me to to just to, to kind of you know try and put that across that ride kind of ride lifestyle you know uh mantra that that, that means so much to us yeah i mean it does certainly come across and i suppose and this is maybe going into sort of the branding and marketing side of what you do a little bit earlier than, than we might have thought. But um, do you think that actually there's a lot of people that are out there, especially in, like, in the property industry, and we see it a lot on, in, on Instagram, we were talking off air, that they, they almost seem to be following the, the the property investor marketing code. Like, you know, what, what do property investors do on social media? They just put pictures of their sites on, on there. And that's not really, it doesn't allow you to really get to know the person behind that brand, in inverted commas. And I, I don't know if you if you kind of would agree with that. Yeah, no, I, I do. I do agree with that. And then um, I, th- I think that, you know, a lot of people probably feel like they do have to follow that route. Um, especially when you're starting out and you maybe don't have you know necessarily all of the knowledge and confidence behind you um, or you might not just found your particular niche um, but you know for me you know kind of mid-30s I've been in the military for 20 years I know who I am um, and I, I feel that you know being yourself first and foremost and kind of having that shop door window to you and what your business is about it's always going to be a better thing than trying to trying to be something that you're not or trying to just follow a you know a particular kind of style that isn't you know isn't coming from your heart so yeah I do I do see that I do see that Um, and I I think you know to be honest that was another reason why I wanted to do the YouTube channels because actually then I, I think that's a really great window into who you are and you know I'm quite happy to just have a chat about you know 25 minutes youtube video and just kind of you know showcase what we've been doing try and add a little bit of value while we can but you know if we've got our 16 week old french bulldog puppy she'll be coming in on the shot as well because you know that that's that's her she's part of us and actually she's called cersei which uh, relates into your uh, your podcast name yeah um, there is a there's a yeah there's a slight crossover there which is yeah that's good we'll have to you know when when we can all do this in person we'll just we'll just have like a a game of loans day with, with ride property and we'll get cersei along and uh we'll just we'll just follow you around see what you're up to for the day um but yeah look i think the youtube thing is it seems to be that there's you know, all, all property investors get on this is it seems to be instagram it says right instagram 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 that's where all the property investors are hanging out and showcasing what they're doing so was it what, what when did the decision actually come along then to go right i'm gonna go i know that you are you know heavy on other social media platforms but uh, I've, I've i've discovered you through youtube so i suppose for me i think of that as when i think of you i think of youtube what what kind of pushed you in the direction of youtube maybe over other platforms or or, or pushing you just to start a youtube channel in the first place I mean, to be to be completely honest that was well i would probably say that was purely down not purely down but heavily um, influenced by one of our mentors and um, uh, Andy Thomas is part of the Blue Oak community um, uh, and he is one of our mentors at the minute we're going through the kind of um, mastermind um, with Blue Oak um, and uh, Andy Thomas, Rich Liddell and Paul Smith so they're all amazing kind of shout out to those guys and um, yeah Andy Thomas he's got a really kind of you know comprehensive amazing podcast and YouTube channel and you know 
he was very much kind of influential with with me starting one um, I think we'd done a couple of bits you know he'd interviewed me for his uh, and you know it felt like you know this is maybe something that I could do and again the power of, of somebody just typing into you know google search box like you know how to you know how to do x y or z and you know potentially your video coming up um, and it's that kind of constant like leverage that once you've done it it's you know it's there it's mm -hmm. to be repurposed again and again and, and, and ultimately help as many people as you can um and yeah and then ultimately for people to you know just to, to see what you're about and you know potentially want to work with you in the future which you know has got to be one of the one of our aims of why we do what we do yeah people forget don't they that the the, the reason why businesses are on social media is to market themselves and to show off what they can do in the hope that somebody will reach out to them and want to work with them and when you think about it there's no greater tool than youtube for that because youtube not only is it the second biggest search engine in the world anyway just you know it's bigger it has more searches per day per month than bing and yahoo and all these the actual search engines but it's owned by the biggest search engine. So as you say, people can go onto Google and they might type in, you know, in my, in my sort of, for my thing, they might type how to get a HMO mortgage. And Google might even say on their search, go and watch Sam's video because they're trying to push traffic onto their own, own platform, aren't they? So it's incredibly, I think a massively, massively undervalued resource, YouTube, it's incredible. Yeah, totally agree, totally agree. And then, um, you know, we, you know, I say we, Steph's probably, you know, I say on 50%, me, me and Steph, you know, together, that we're very much 50%. Um, she's probably more the, um, uh, she's the kind of detail, I guess, behind the scenes, analytical one. Um, and I'm probably more the one that's kind of a little bit more confident. Not that she's not confident, but just probably naturally drawn towards, you know, being on camera. And I don't necessarily mind that side of things as much. Yeah. Um, so yeah between us we kind of you know we we, we kind of dovetail each other quite well um, in that sense but yeah the, the youtube channel isn't that old really um it's only been kind of probably really since lockdown that we i started to kind of put it together and you know actually it's quite apt that today i kind of had the little notifications when you get them through that you know i've now there's now kind of you know 10 10 uploads on there there's a thousand views on there there's you know all the kind of you know the tick boxes and it just it, it feels really nice because actually that's that's you know it's a thousand views is a small number but it's actually you know that's you know, that's hugely powerful and, mm. and actually you know after a couple of months and yeah that's something that i'm really proud of and you know it's gain, it is gaining traction all the time and, yeah uh, it's funny because people pay quite large sums of money to sponsor like property events and stuff like that but actually, you just said like so. That's a that's a thousand views potentially. I mean, it's, it might not be unique views. It might be you know the same person watching more than one video. But let's let's just say that you can, <laughs> exactly. And uh, well, well, maybe not. But um, but it's yeah. If you you pay a lot of money to go and speak in front of 30, 40 people at a property event, you could just put that onto YouTube and get four, five, seven, eight, twenty times the amount of people. Uh, viewing that for free it's just just the, the concept of that just it, it makes my mind boggle that not more people are doing this like, i i get surprised when i have these conversations with people about social media and they're like oh you're pretty into the social media thing i'm like yes yeah, so should you be everyone yeah. should be like this is this is like standard stuff i'm not i'm you know i'm not ahead of the game you're everyone else is behind you know it's nuts 
Another really powerful tool, actually, that I've found from having a YouTube channel now and having, you know, content that's on there is, you know, I, I think, you, you know, obviously you must get it way more than me, but, you know, I think when you start putting yourself out there on social media, you, you know, you, you do start to attract a lot of kind of attention and that's, you know, by your DMs and people reaching out to you, asking you questions um, who, you know, might be a little bit behind you or they just seem thinking about getting started in property. And, you know, you may have done a video on, I don't know, um, kind of, you know, how to utilise a VA, for instance, um, you know, helping you with your social media. And, uh, you know, I, I did quite a lot of videos on uh, Facebook and stuff, quite a lot of lies about it. And I got a lot of traffic to my DMs, which is pretty hard to manage. Um, anyway, um, you know, as I'm sure a lot of people out there can, can relate to, but if you've got a, a YouTube channel and you've got a video that's uploaded, it's really easy for me now to say, do you know what? I've got a video on exactly that subject. Uh, here's the link. Go and check it out. If you've got any further questions, then please don't hesitate to give me a, give me a shout. Rather than that, you know, and because we I, you know, generally want to help as many people as possible. Um, of course, that's, you know, that is a massive reason of why I do it. But you know, sometimes you can't necessarily always spend the time that you would like to replying to every single person on how to do a particular subject. So it's a great leverage tool as well. Um, yeah, to I, listen to the channel. Two things on that. So number one is I really struggle with that because when I get a question from somebody, I don't. I feel like, and I'm and I'm wrong. You're right, by the way. I'm wrong. I feel like I'm kind of like saying oh I, I'm not going to talk to you here's my video just check it out but actually the way you put it is much nicer like have a look at this first it might answer all your questions if you've got any more come back um, or let me know what you think anyway and that's a much nicer because I always feel like even though all this stuff you know my podcast is free then my YouTube channel is free everything that I put out is free but I still feel like I'm selling if I'm telling people to go and look at it which is which is crazy but the opposite of that is is People always say to me, I struggle for content. I don't know what to talk about. It's like, well, open up your DMs and see what people are asking you. <laughs> you know, that's what I literally do. If, if I get, you know, I, did, I put a video up about HR and mortgages recently. Um, off the back of, I, um, I, had, I had a flurry of about three or four messages in the space of about three or four days just about HMO mortgages. So I put a post on Instagram by HMO Mortgages. It was by far and away my most successful post that week. So I was like, okay, people want to know about HMO Mortgages. So guess what I did? I made a video about it <laughs> and put it on YouTube. Like it's when you think of it like that, it's not rocket science either. So it's a great, the, the DM questions actually, people say to me all the time exactly the same thing. Oh God, you must get loads and, and how do you deal with it? Well, I love it. You know, if I wake up in the morning and I've got 20 DMs, they are potentially, I mean, some of them are just people sell, trying to sell me Forex courses. For those yeah. listening that want to sell me a Forex course, don't, because I'm really not interested. <laughs> like, I know that there's money to be made in Forex. I understand that, but it's not for me. Um, but apart from that, you just get people, oh, oh um, I've got this property that I'm looking to buy and I've got a particular problem. Um, what would you do? I'm like, number one, I usually just voice message them back. Um, yes, I voice easier. notes are incredible amazing um and then, and then i make a note of it and then i'm like right okay put that in my notes section when i'm struggling for content boom i've got i've got something i can do really nice and easy then yeah, yeah no definitely and yeah voice notes though they are an absolute lifesaver i i only discovered them yeah maybe like a month ago and i, yeah. I can't stop doing them now on whatsapp on messenger i didn't yeah i think actually you voice noted me on uh, yeah. instagram i didn't realize that you could do that in the dms which yeah so now i've, I've pretty much got all, all bases covered and um, for the voice notes uh, again another great 
Do you know what? I tell you, I, a tip for anyone that wants to use voice notes, right? I, I did my first voice note on Facebook recently, and Facebook is a little bit different. Whereas, you know, with most things, you have to hold it down and, and create a, fa uh, a voice note. And did I say face note? I think I did. A voice, <laughs> voice note. I don't know what face note is. It doesn't sound particularly nice. But um, uh, a voice note, on, and you just hold it down, you do it, you let it go, it goes. On Facebook, that doesn't happen. You, you record it, but then you have to physically send it. And I did this really long, intricate voice note to somebody and then just went out of the Messenger app and then I went back in, it was gone. I was like, <sighs> yeah, that happens all the time to me too. And, and maybe another handy tip for your listeners is on WhatsApp. And again, on the WhatsApp voice notes, I didn't realise that you don't have to keep your thumb down on the voice note. You can literally just, on the microphone, like little logo, you just swipe up. Mm -hmm. And then you can just talk freely and you don't have to keep your thumb down. And get yeah, them. I just, I, I mean, it's probably a good thing. It's probably a good thing that they only last for a minute because otherwise I'd just ramble on for like 20 minutes and that would be the longest, uh, the longest note anyway. So it is good that they do it for a minute, but sometimes I wish that they were just like maybe a minute and a half or two minutes would be great but um but we but that that was that was a bit of a tangent coming up with um with, with voice notes but the, the i think that the point to that is that social media is and I, spend, I just think especially in the world of property we have such an incredible community of people in the property in the property world very much everyone's kind of open and wants to chat and wants to network and i just don't think we do it enough and People forget that social media used to be called, they were social networks, i.e. you network with people and it's a great opportunity. And this, this podcast, I think, is just a fantastic example, this one we're recording right now, of two people that live in different parts of the country finding each other and saying, let's do this and, and let's, let's, let's network, let's get on. And now we're doing a podcast episode together. And anyone can do that. It's not just because I've got a following, you've got a following. Anyone can do it. You can have one one follower and you can be off messaging people and, and communicating with people you know it's easy I think off, the, off the back of covid19 like how much is that now come to the forefront and i think yeah how many people are now actually kind of getting to grips with you know zooms with kind of webinars like online facetime you know whatsapp video it's I think people are getting it and i think you know i think covid's probably you know there's been no choice for some people to start getting on board with it Mm. Um, I think yeah there's a lot of kind of you know ways of working that will change for the better now going forward and um, you know and if it means that you don't have to travel five hours you know and kind of pollute the planet at the same time and you can and you can do something like this then yeah I'm all for that. completely one thing I wanted to ask you um which I know what the question what the answer would be if I asked this to of, my, of myself but um from the from that moment where you said you 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 obviously you, you your mentor was kind of saying you know I think it's a good idea to be getting online a little bit more, if if we did like a kind of a sliding doors moment and we did you decided on the one hand you did go off and do it like like you have done, or you didn't you just decided no it's not for me I'm just going to plow away and just carry on with what I'm doing, what differences do you think you would see you know are, you know are the are the benefits of having some kind of online presence you know are they are, are they truly actually that great a benefit do you are they a good use of your time or do you think that you probably could have still built the portfolio that you have still worked you know got the, the number of rent to rents that you're working on do you still think you would have achieved that same level without you know the online presence as well no i don't i don't think to the same level i think you know the relationships that it has you know whether that's been on instagram or, or linkedin actually again is a really great place where you know people have reached out off the back of kind of me you know consistently posting on that 
platform that you know want to invest and whether that's you know people that have been in my greater network you know from you know previous colleagues in the military you know all international investors that have never met me before that are, you know credible you know investors wanting to you know discuss things further uh, you know we've had some great conversations that have come from it some things that have gone nowhere uh, and some things that you know are continuing to move forward and you know even the things that have gone nowhere from you know that have been brought in purely from the social media side of things how much that's taught us about you know the relationships that you form with investors and you know, these kind of you know things that you I'll have to warn people about that a bit beforehand. <laughs> don't worry, yeah. don't worry, it's fine. But you're right, yeah. it's, you know, you, you can, ha having that, putting yourself there on, on a screen, I think invites people to approach you. Um, yeah. And I think that, that's, that's where I've, I've seen it. And certainly look at in, in my job, you know, my, 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 my business it can it survives on having clients and you can you can get clients in one of two ways you can even go and get them yourself or they can come to you and you have to make them aware of what you do and it's, it's a great way but the the investor side of things from your from your point of view i suppose you could see them in a similar way kind of they're they're, they're your clients so them actually coming to you gives you a great advantage doesn't it yeah absolutely a huge advantage and you know it's 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 you know, I, I wouldn't have changed it for a second. I think, you know, the earlier that you can do it, the absolute better. Um, and, you know, alongside, you know, being kind of transparent, um, you know, documenting what you do, the good, the bad, the ugly, just the growth within you as people, investors, as property investors, you know, as a business, it's so powerful. It's so powerful. And, you know, I, I am glad that we did it from the, from the word go because, you know, we are relatively, you know, a new business, um, you know, there's, there's no there's no doubt about that but i do believe that uh you know our our kind of knowledge and experience and our networks and everything alongside that has grown exponentially just through the power of network the, pow the power of social media and um, you know they say kind of visibility is credibility um as well and i think you know as long as you're not trying to make out you know like you're an expert in every single field which i am absolutely not um I think you know you're going to come across in a good light, and you know more importantly, you're going to you know, you're going to meet people like yourself who are experts in you know mortgages and kind of you know social media, and and, and you're just going to continually build that network, which you know is, is so powerful. You, you're not going to go anywhere on your own, um, so you know why not use something that can leverage you know the, to the power of these platforms? Totally, it's, it's no benefit there. And they're assets, aren't they? You know, you, you were kind of alluding to this earlier on. You put a, um, a video up on YouTube that explains a particular topic and that's not going anywhere. That's going to be there in 10 years time. You can still draw on that as long as it's relatively evergreen. It can last, you know, a lifetime and you can still, you know, go back to that. And um, I mean, I'm, I, I keep meaning to do this. I've got, I did a video about burn rate within a business about uh, six months ago. And I keep meaning to like share it with people because it's much, much more relevant now um than it than it was probably when i when i released it and uh, but having that ability to go into your own archives to pull something out that's relevant to something that's in the news something that's newsworthy is is incredible but you can't do that unless you actually you know start doing it and i think what a lot of people i find especially with, with some of my, my mentees when we're talking about social media is 
they really struggle at the beginning because I mean I had had a had a call earlier on this week and the guy said yeah only three people have liked my video and I said yeah but you you haven't got any followers on your Facebook business page yet so that's actually that's decent that's okay um, but people struggle with that at the start so what I mean what kind of advice would you give how did you get over that issue of worry that no one's actually listening or watching. Yeah, and that, and that is, you know, that is a real valid point. And, I, you know, I would always say to anybody, you know, if you feel like there's no one kind of liking your posts, then, you know, don't think for one minute that people aren't watching. Um, so they might not necessarily be liking it and commenting, but they're watching. And, you know, as you build and grow, um, so will these people that are kind of watching in the background. And I think you can be surprised. And, and, you know, again, people have reached out to us who you know want to you know see how we can potentially work together and help you know make you know win-win solutions going forward and they've never liked anything that i've got on you know they but they've been watching so i think always just have that in the back of your mind and i think the main thing really is to build that following and people that genuinely want to watch you or listen to what you've got to say you have got to be consistent and, and that's something that I've noticed quite a bit on some of the kind of larger property groups. Well, I say some of them. I, I predominantly post in one large property group on Facebook, for instance. And, you know, the more that I started to be regular with that and um, with the live videos going straight in, the more audience and the more views that they consistently get. So I think, you know, consistency is, is massive. I think you can't, you know, you can't be getting down in the dumps about it if you're posting like once every three weeks and no one's watching your stuff um, at the same time. Um, but yeah, I think always know that people are watching, um, you know, whether you're putting things on your personal page or your business page, I think it's really important to get things on your personal page. I, I know people have a little bit of kind of a, a mental barrier with it sometimes if it's that's kind of your J-O-B when you have all your bosses in, in your, on your, I don't know, your personal Facebook page and your friends and family and I know certainly in the beginning for me I felt that as well I kind of didn't necessarily feel comfortable with putting all the property business stuff on there because you think oh, what are people going to what are people going to think and you know you, you do worry about that scrutiny but actually you know why wouldn't you want your your family your friends your outside network to know what you're doing because they already know like and trust you you would hope um so again kind of you've already got that relationship formed with people and you know again opportunities opportunities are everywhere um so i know it's pretty cliche but just telling people what you do and i know we all say it all the time but it you know it's so important it's um if you don't tell anybody then you know then no one's ever going to want to work with you no one's ever going to want to invest money with you um, and again i think because people may be thinking that in the beginning when they you know maybe don't have loads of experience well who's going to want to invest in me who's going to want to but you know what what you can lack in experience you, know, you can more than make up for in like drive and motivation and, and you know, willingness to just get the job done mm. and get yourself educated and invest in mentors and you know kind of do you know do build a social media presence and it's yeah it's um it's uh, it's powerful it's really really powerful i think i think a lot of it comes down to personality as well in in what you were just saying in terms of thinking oh why would somebody want to invest in me well you know, the way I, I always retort to that is there are, I think there's something like 8,000 mortgage brokers in the country, right? So am I the best mortgage broker in the country? Well, I've never won an award. I've been nominated for a couple, but I never won. Uh, <laughs> but 
So, so does that mean that maybe I'm not the best mortgage broker in the world? So if I'm not the best mortgage broker in the country or the world, then why do I have people that want to work with me? It's because probably they've watched a few videos and have decided that I am the guy that maybe they can get on with. But there's probably a lot of people out there that have actually looked at it and go, I would not touch that guy with a barge pole. He's not getting anywhere near my finances. And that's okay too. But to get over that anxiety of why would anyone invest in me to use you know, your, what you said, it doesn't really matter because if you come across and you've been doing it 10 minutes, but you really show that you are passionate about what you do, you do have a knowledge of it, then that is sometimes that's just enough for somebody to, to get on the phone or, or send a direct message and say, look, I'm interested in, in learning more about what you do and, and maybe we can work together. Yeah, totally. And, you know, it's again, it's the cliche kind of saying, is it that people buy people and property is a people business? And, you know, I think, again, if you're kind of being fairly kind of, you know, transparent and real and being, you know, kind of keeping in line with your values and your morals in everything that you put out there, then the right people hopefully will want to work with you where you know those kind of principles and morals and, and values align um, and that's you know another reason why i really i really believe it's important to just be yourself um because then you know you can get those worthwhile relationships hopefully down the line um so yeah yeah, it's, it's, it's totally true. It's totally true. But I wanted to come back to something that you mentioned before. Um, and so, and, and I, I know we're going into a little bit of sort of social media strategy here. Um, but I, I notice um, that, again, I, I don't tend to do it as, as maybe as often as I should. And maybe I should take your, take your lead on this. It's doing live videos into groups, you know, that I think out of all the things that, that I see that happen on social media, that seems to be what gives people the most anxiety. The idea that they would infiltrate somebody else's group to go live because they think that they know better than anyone in that group. There's this really weird mindset into that. What, what, what's, what made you start doing that? And, um, and, and how, what, what, what have the benefits been? Um, I think, you know, I think, Am I allowed to say particular property groups, or is that cool? Or there's nothing's off limits, I don't think. Don't, don't you know? Don't be racist or sexist. But apart from that, I think we're good. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, you know, it's fair to say that we kind of started our property education journey um, very much through Progressive, and you know, we will continue to do stuff with Progressive, um, you know, probably for, forever because we think they're a brilliant um, source of education and network. So we, you know, I remember, and I'll probably give a bit of a shout out here again, I always shout her out because she was a, a huge inspiration to me, but um, Laura Muse, um, she is, you know, kind of um, hugely popular on, on social media. She, you know, she is infamous really for the stuff that she does. And she was somebody that kind of, I don't know, maybe there was a slime doors moment when I when I was watching Laura do her lives into progressive and she was very consistent with that. And you know, she she was hugely influential with to me anyway, with, with these videos that she was putting in. And they were live videos and they get loads of traction. And it, it, it became quite you know clear that that was a tool that I wanted to try and mimic. And I wanted to try and take some of that. Um, and following in Laura's footsteps a little bit because you know she was getting a huge success and you know that that was very much at the beginning of our kind of journey and you know I remember kind of somebody said in the room you know, who, who's on social media hands up you know name people that you know you know on social media that have influenced you and it, for me it was Laura because she was just so consistent and so again genuine how she came across in her delivery and you know she was someone that would you know she admitted 
fairly early on that she wasn't that confident. Um, but you know that it that just built over time. Um, and again, it's that whole kind of visibility is credibility. And for me, there is huge power of, of kind of doing lives into groups. And you know, Progressive have over thirty thousand people in that group, so that is a you know big amount of people to be able to you know kind of get your message out to. So you know, for me, lives into that group, you know. It's, it's again it's a no-brainer because there's so much traction um compared to other you know if you just put like a pre-recorded video on there or if you just put a post in there and you can get kind of real-time interaction as well which i really like and um, i think as i've built up a little bit of confidence doing them and i have to put my glasses on so i can never see the comments if i've not got my glasses on um, and and been able to have that kind of you know real-time interaction which i think yeah, I mean, it's just for me, it's it's just a brilliant tool, and it, you can go off on so many different angles with it. But I guess, I guess you know, the point is, it gives you that visibility to such a large audience of people. Um, you know, and again, if you're in a group and somebody wants to learn how to do something, or you know, someone wants to look into kind of you know utilizing Trello, or you know, and they type it in, and you know, your video, your live video could come up, and that's happened quite a few times even on just Facebook for me, where people have kind of told me, oh, you know, I was searching this video and I came across it. Um, so again, I just, you know, it's a, I think it's under-resourced. I know a lot of people, you know, do have a genuine fear about doing lives. And I would just say to them, you know, say to them that it definitely gets easier. I think the more that you do it, the easier it gets. And actually I prefer doing them to doing pre-recorded stuff because, pre-recorded stuff you you know you always want it to be perfect and then if you say something and then you're like oh i'm just going to stop it because yeah. you can when you don't have that ability to stop your brain just you know automatically will give you something to be able to continue on and completely uh, i mean that's that's my personal experience and I, you know i think like anything the more you do it the more confidence you get and if you do it consistently you know it, you know you won't think twice about just kind of hitting the live button but then i you know i do appreciate that it's not for everyone. Everybody, not everybody feels that way. <laughs> yeah. So when you're going into these groups, like you talk about consistency. Um, I, I mean, I see in certain groups that I'm in, you know, I can't move for certain people just going live. It seems like they do it three times a day, which I, just, I think I think is they shouldn't be doing that. Um, yeah, that's a bit much. I think a couple of times a week for me is kind of what I try and aim to do. Um, yeah, completely. Yeah. And, and when, do, you, do you kind of... To the death of you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I was wondering. So, do you kind of like do you sort of sort of schedule that? Like, you go right every Tuesday at four o'clock. I'm going to do that. I'm not. I'm not that scheduled with it. I mean, our our social media. We we very much we have um, a social media calendar, um, which we we get our VA to help us with. Not with creating the content. We we do all of that ourselves, but certainly pushing it out and doing a bit of real life, real time engagement. You know, she does do that and she helps us with that. She's absolutely brilliant. She's we, we couldn't do everything that we do without her help. So we do we do have a calendar and we structure it. We, you know, on a on a weekend, Steph and I and sort of sit down together and we'll put our you know kind of Monday motivation, topical Tuesdays, hump day hints on a Wednesday, and we plan it out. So it's always planned. So that's structured. Um, but with the lies, it's a little bit more ad hoc. And I guess if I feel like there's something worth going live about, you know, if I've you know, just taken over a new rent to rent property or, you know, we've just purchased a, another property or, you know, we're just trying to get the property manager at the minute and something that I feel like people will yeah, find some value in, um, then, I'll, then I'll drop a live. But 
I am, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily do it more than once a day because you, know, you want what people do just to get a six, you know, sick to death of seeing your face on, on, the, on that particular group. So I do try and spread it out. And I guess with a repurpose, it's quite nice to be able to do a live into a group where you'll get that kind of big engagement. And then maybe, you know, a couple of days later, you could repurpose that and, and put it into your personal pages, Instagram, yeah. LinkedIn, which I do do, um, which I think is, again, just a good way of leveraging your content. I was going to ask you about that actually whether that's something that you do because i um i mean my live videos that i do on my facebook page i save all of them and some of them make their way to youtube some of them don't you know some of them i, I go over and i go actually i don't think that's good enough for youtube um but and i, I always you know I, i'm quite consistent on youtube you know two two videos a week every sunday and every month uh, wednesday um so if i'm doing like five or six videos live per week it's a really good way isn't it that you can actually pick out the best ones and say, right, that one deserves to go on my page or go on my YouTube channel, or I'm going to take a snippet of that and I'm going to put that on Instagram or, or whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's a it's a handy handy uh, way way of thinking about it. Yeah, no, totally agree. And we, um, yeah, we we're all busy, you know. And if, if you if you feel if you you know have the time to put a video together, whether it's been a live or a pre-recorded, you know, why wouldn't you try and repurpose that? And again, something that we we're not quite doing it at the minute but you know we are going to be getting our VA to once the YouTube video is done and it's and it's you know downloaded I want her to then start trying to kind of you know kind of split down clips and you know repurpose certain cl clips on certain platforms just to be able to you know just to recycle that you know relevant and this you know going to be value and again it's just um it's just a good way of just you know leveraging out your content once you've done it yeah it's the thing is it's it, this is something that anyone can start people see this and go oh so and so is doing this and they're putting out x amount per day or week or month and they're getting all this engagement or so the other this other person's got x amount of subscribers well every, everyone started from zero to begin with um and had to grow and had to go through the same horrible bit at the beginning where they were double second guessing everything they were doing and they're worried about going live or they were you know worried that no one was watching their youtube videos but you just you just get through that first little bit and then you suddenly realize that that it is all worthwhile because you reach that kind of I, I don't know if you had the same but i kind of reached a bit of a tipping point probably just just at the beginning of lockdown where i went from you know relatively small followings to suddenly it just got a little bit bigger and you know especially subscribers on, on youtube as an example of that I've gone up by 50% since lockdown, um, which is, you know, which is amazing. So I think, you know, anyone that is just starting out, it's just about just getting, getting it done and being consistent and not giving up, isn't it really? 100%, 100%. Uh, nothing easy, uh, nothing worth going for is easy at the end of the day. And I think yeah, as long as you can just try and just do a bit of pre-planning, structure it in, you know, we can all kind of post at least like, you know, Monday to Friday, you know, um, and actually, I don't know, it's probably worth, I don't know if you wanted to chat about it, but uh, I actually give myself 24 hours off from social media a week now. Yeah. Uh, I, do a, I do a social media detox on, I try and do it on a Saturday because um, I don't know about if you agree, but I feel like uh, engagement's quite low on a Saturday anyway. So that's that's the day that I picked. Um, it doesn't always work out that way, but um, yeah. yeah. For, for mental health and for mental well-being. I have, yeah, I, I try to put that into my kind of schedule now just to have that break because 
you know, I do spend a lot of time on social media and, you know, and I class even things like Messenger and WhatsApp kind of, you know, just constantly replying to people and, you know, engaging on other people's posts, kind of, you know, obviously engaging on my own posts, getting my own content out there. And I think, you know, at the end of the week, it can, it can be quite kind of uh, overwhelming and, and I, I, I think it is healthy to have a break because otherwise it can just take over your life. And then what you don't want to do is for the social media to be kind of like taking up the majority of your time and then you're missing the tactical level detail of your business, um, which is easy to do. It's easy to get distracted as well. Um, so I think, you know, maybe that's kind of my regimented discipline that comes out of me. And but also just recognising that, actually sometimes it's not good for the mental health it's to be constantly on it you know maybe second guessing yourself like you said um yeah that creeps in every now and then because you know we're all human um maybe something doesn't perform as well as you wanted it to to or you, you know you don't get the, the reaction that you wanted it to or you get someone that's just a bit of a hater um which i think you know they say when you start getting haters that that shows that you're you know you're kind of doing something right um but even that can be, you know, in the in the beginning, like I I didn't take to it very well at all when I when I got a couple of people in the beginning just giving me, you know, giving me hell. Um, yeah, I, I, it took me a little while to just get my head around it. But I, yeah, it's my point is I think it is important to have a little bit of respite from the social media. Yeah, I do you know. I think I think my wife would would really if if she was sitting next to me now, I think she would be like really happy that you've said that and she'd be looking at me going you should do that as well sam um because she it's she does hard. think that social media rules my life but do you i don't know if you maybe this was one of the reasons why you decided to take that detox i certainly feel um sort of an internal pressure that i put on myself to post and you know certain days i've got you know five or six posts lined up other days i don't and I get that kind of weird anxiety of, oh my God, I've got to get something out there. And if I was sitting here talking to one of my mentees, I'd be like, yeah, you've got to be consistent every single day. But like yesterday, for example, I was so, so busy. Usually I post twice a day. I only posted once last night, uh, sorry, yesterday. And last night I was lying in bed going, only posted once today on Instagram. It's stupid, isn't it? When you think of how ridiculous that is, that life has come to, I only posted once yesterday because, because I had other things that were just not business stuff, you know, actual money generating, income generating um, things that, um, that I was doing, which were really important. But I still had that anxiety at the end of the day that I'd only posted once on Instagram. <laughs> it's, inc- it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally relate to that. I totally relate to that. And uh, for me, my stories have kind of taken a bit of a dip. Um, something always takes a takes a hit, doesn't it? You can't do everything. You can't juggle everything all the time. Um, and I think maybe it's just trying to not be too hard on yourself. Um, yeah. About everything that you are doing rather than what you're not doing. Um, but yeah, so I mean, social media is hard. Like, you know, it's hard. It's not easy to be consistent. And I think a lot of people maybe misunderstand. So we have a VA and I've done quite a lot of videos on um, our VA and how she helps us. But I think a lot of people um, misunderstand and think that our VA does all of our content. She doesn't. We do it all. Um, And actually I do, you know, a lot of the engagement as well. Anything that I post in groups is all me, Um, you know, and it does take a lot, it does take a huge amount of time um, and it's not easy. So, you know, I'd be lying if I said it was. But again, you know, anything worth going after, you know, isn't going to be easy. And, mm-hmm. 
I think it gets easier as you, you know, as you become more confident and maybe you become more slick and you're a bit more efficient with your posts. And again, even just that prior planning of, oh, okay, I've got an idea for a live post. I'll do a bit of a narrative on my notes section on my phone. I'll leave it there. And then, you know, next time I've got five minutes, I'll jump on and do a live with a narrative. It's just, I guess it's just trying to be a little bit more kind of, yeah, structured in the way that you try and plan it. But it is a lot of work and, and it can take over your life, which... Yeah. I why I was really kind of you know I really wanted to have that break and you know it's not always going to happen because life gets in the way but I think um I think just being aware of every now and then if you can just have a bit of a switch the button off spend some time with the family be present in what you're doing um or even just being present in the business from the tactical point of view uh, that will go a long way as well yeah no I can I couldn't agree more with that and um that I, do you know I I as you were mentioning the VA, I was thinking we could go off on. I really want to ask you yeah, yeah. more about this, but um, maybe that'll be a, 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 another podcast for another time where we can talk about your use of VA because I think I think it's an incredibly important um, thing. But um, you know, look, I, I'm so so happy that we eventually did get to the point where we can do this today, um, and uh, and because it's been so valuable. And I didn't, I wasn't planning on just talking about social media stuff uh, and marketing for the entire time, but you know, it's been so valuable that um, that we have. And like I said maybe we'll do another one at some point where we actually talk about property or BAs um, yeah, which we'll, we'll, fo- we'll focus on that but um, but look, Lucy I mean we already mentioned this a little bit but obviously there's loads of places that people can go and follow you and, and speak to you and find out more about you but what, what are the best ways that people can follow you and, uh, and, and get in contact? Um, I think so I've got my YouTube channel I'd love people to come and have a look at, at what I've put out there so far which you know there's a lot of videos that you and I have already spoken about which um, I guess will be in the show notes my YouTube channel but if you just put in Lucy Ingram um, there's not that many of us you'll find me there um, and then on the social media platforms kind of Facebook Instagram and um, LinkedIn it's all kind of Lucy Ingram and um, just kind of hit me up on there uh, and I'm more than, than happy to kind of yeah just just to uh, just to form some more relationships people that are interested in property like-minded people and um, always always really want to build a network and we've got a website as well so that's www.rideproperty.co.uk um, and again yeah check us out on there and then yeah uh, come and say hi <laughs> Definitely right. All of those will be in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, click down and uh, and check all of those out. Um, but Lucy, I gave you a warning for this, which I don't usually do. Um, I've, I've started getting into the bad habit of, of doing this now. Um, but as I, as I finished, as I said, I finish the show every single time now. Uh, it's become a bit of a um, bit of a tradition. That I always ask about my guest's favourite chocolate because for me, chocolate is probably the most important thing in my life. So um, you've had some time to think about it. So no pressure. You've got to come up with something good now. So what, what's your favourite chocolate in the world? I'm allowed to have one. Oh, no, no, no. You, you can have you can have more than one. You can have more than one. You're allowed. We've been eating so much chocolate at the minute. Um, in the evening times, it's like kind of when we switch off, it's like cup of tea, decaf tea, and the chocolate that's in the fridge. Um, you know, we do normally like the dark chocolate with the salt. It's kind of, you know, um, uh, throughout the chocolate um, with a little tinge of salt in it. But I think, I think my favourite has got to be a chocolate orange. Oh, yes. I was thinking about that before. Um, Maltesers are good as well. They're so Moorish. You know, we, we had a big box of Maltesers the other night and we pretty much nailed the whole box. But I think the champion for me is is chocolate orange. Chocolate uh, orange. I can easily do one in one sitting, no questions. Oh, asked. yeah. 
easy easy um, but, but you feel like chocolate orange is like a special occasion chocolate almost like you wouldn't you wouldn't be like sitting there at home going oh i fancy a little bit of chocolate i think i'll just pop to the local shop and pick myself up a, a chocolate orange it doesn't quite work that way does it you've got it's, it's like for a special occasion Absolutely, yeah. A special occasion. Totally didn't have one last night. <laughs> I mean, your your face tells a different story. I've, 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 in 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 like in its entirety, right? Ate the whole thing. Good girl. Yes, yeah. me, me, me and you can definitely be friends. I'm, I'm completely okay with that. One quick follow-up question, though, I always ask is, um, chocolate in the fridge or in the cupboard? Where'd you go and get it from? The fridge every single time. And now you just let let yourself down, Lucy. Even sometimes in the freezer. Oh, yeah, this has been a new thing that's popped up recently. Um, Joe uh, from the uh, Property Jam podcast, we did a joint episode that's going to be coming out. Uh, it's probably actually already come out uh, when this goes to air. But, um, but she mentioned this about the freezer. I'm like, how? Like, have you got teeth made out of, like, stainless steel or something? Like, how are you managing to eat that chocolate? It, it, it does it does come it does come down in temperature quite quickly but i just i do really really love cold chocolate um yeah all, all about the cold chocolate well cadbury's yeah. came out recently and they did actually say that their chocolate should be eaten at room temperature so you know well, i'm not say, i'm not saying that i'm right but <laughs> but i might be saying that you're wrong <laughs> cadbury's is a pretty big deal so but yeah yeah they, they they're a bit of an authority when it comes to the round stuff so yeah, they're a bit Cab Cabri World. I've, where I've moved to in the West Midlands, I live really close to Cabri World, <laughs> and um, I'm just desperate to go as soon as this lockdown's over. So I might do like a, I might take a camera with me and do like a special oh, Game of Loans episode <laughs> where I go to Cabri World and just have the best time of my life. Or I can invite all the people that have been on the podcast yeah. to come to Cabri oh. World for the day. Okay. Oh, we'll get you up. We'll get you up, definitely. But um, but Lucy, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time out because I know that you're, you're so, so busy at the moment. And um, I know exactly how we're going to finish this off because you finish off all of your uh, your your videos because I like the same, I'll do the same thing, the hang loose. So I'll catch you later on. Thank you so yeah, much, Lucy. Really <laughs> See you soon. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it. Another one bites the dust, as they say. But let me ask you a quick question. Did you enjoy this episode? If so, please do subscribe to the podcast as well as rating and reviewing it. This really does help me get my podcast out to more people and I'll be eternally grateful. As well as this, are you in property and wondering what to do at the moment? Well, if that's the case, I've set up a fantastic new Facebook group called Social Media for Property Investors. Check out the link in the show notes below and join us where we will discuss all the things that you need to know to smash it on social media. See you later.